Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning, Direct Line. It's great to be with you this morning. My name is Terry Goodwin, filling in for Greg Taylor, and I'm here with Stephanie Spangler this morning. We're excited to join you uh, for Direct Line this morning. Hi, Terry. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm glad you're here with me. I don't have to do this by myself and talk to myself. That's right. It's kind of awkward when you're by yourself, but this this will be fun. We'll have a good time. I think so. Well, let's tell our listeners first where Greg Taylor is. Usually, Greg is the yeah. you know the main guy of the show, and yeah, Greg he has is, Greg is in Africa right mm-hmm. now, in Ivory Coast, Africa, mm-hmm. in a town called a Bangaroo. Bangaroo. I like to say that word. A Bangaroo. Can you it spell a Bangaroo? A B. No, you no, can't. I don't, I, I don't think I can spell it, but I've been there. Oh, yeah? Yep. And uh, they are back. The team is with a local dentist and her husband. Um, uh, they have a videographer with them. Uh, Greg is with Dale, um, our executive minister. They have a nurse uh, from our congregation as well as another um, gal who went along. And they are doing a dental clinic uh, for the next two weeks. And they're also hosting the International Global Leadership Summit. Yeah, so if you've been to the GLS here at our church, um, they are basically doing it in Ivory Coast. And it's all in French. So they get to sit through it and listen oh, to my. it in French. That's crazy. Yeah, and then they're also doing an I Choose um, Children adoption sponsorship program you know, you know one of those things right. where typically the family chooses the child uh, who they want to sponsor but this one is kind of backwards in reverse the yeah. child is going to choose families from vermilion county uh, that have agreed to sponsor a child and so the kids get to choose them yeah i'm excited about that because that's going to be really fun when they get back from africa yeah. and we get to kind of uh, experience this as families find out what child chose them. Yeah, the videographer that went with them specifically for the purpose of creating this video that lets the families here see children selecting them. So mm-hmm. I think that'll be quite moving. Yeah. Well, hey, today is November 11th. It is Veterans Day. Are you familiar with the history of Veterans Day, how it came about? I must say probably not. I so. wasn't either, so I looked it up. But uh, World War One was known at the time as the Great War, and it officially ended when the Treaty of Versailles was signed on June 28, 1919, in the Palace of Versailles outside the town of Versailles, France. However, the fighting had ceased seven months earlier when an armistice or a temporary cessation of hostilities between the Allied nations and Germany went into effect on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month, and for that reason, November 11th, 1918 is generally regarded as the end of the war to end all wars. And in November of 1919, President Wilson uh, proclaimed November 11th as the first commemoration of Armistice Day. So it was technically called Armistice Day until 1954, after World War II had required the greatest mobilization of soldiers, sailors, Marines, and airmen in the nation's history. After American forces had fought aggression in Korea, the 83rd Congress, at the urging of the Veteran Service Organizations, amended the Act of 1938 by striking out the word armistice and inserting in its place the word veterans. And November 11th became the day to honor American veterans of all wars. And so today, November 11th, we honor all veterans. Do you have veterans in your family? 
Yes, I do. I have several vet veterans in my family. Tell me about them. Uh, well, my, my father was in the military and, and served, and my grandfather was as well. And uh, my grandpa on my wife's side uh, was also a veteran as well. You have a history of it. My dad was a veteran. He was in uh, Vietnam, fought in Vietnam, and uh, came back. And, you know, I think as I watched my dad age, um, he suffered um, – you know, Agent Orange, the effects of that, and um, was treated, you know, at the VA and um, really respected, I thought, in the way they compensated my dad and, and my mom uh, for the injuries that he sustained as a result of Agent Orange. But they, you know, they they went through very difficult things. And Mm-hmm. And I don't remember ever really hearing my dad talk about it. I don't know if your family members talked about their mm-hmm. time of service, but my dad was pretty quiet about it. Right. And I think it probably is difficult for many veterans to really, you know, express what they went through. I think right. it must be hard. During my time here in Danville, I've learned that obviously we have the VA here in right? Danville, and I've gotten to know a lot of guys who have sought treatment there or worked there. And mm-hmm. uh, through Celebrate Recovery, we have some veterans that come and participate. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting Sometimes it takes a while for them to open up. And even at that point, if you're not a veteran, they may not feel comfortable opening up about things. But I'm so thankful for them. And I I just want to provide space for them to to feel safe and uh, to be able to open up when they feel comfortable. So I'm always excited to see new new guys and gals come to Celebrate Recovery or to church. And uh, any way we can help with the VA Medical Center here, we definitely want to do that. So Celebrate Recovery meets every Tuesday night at 6 o'clock, and they have a special group for veterans that have served. Guys, we don't have a woman veteran leader, but we have a male veteran leader. So uh, we invite you to check that out if that's something that might be helpful for you. Hey, over the weekend, uh, this past weekend, since Greg was not here, we had a guest speaker, Mm -hmm. David Upchurch. Um, Were you in service? Did you get to hear him? Yeah. He did a great job. David is uh, comes over from Lincoln Christian mm-hmm. University. Mm-hmm. Uh, my daughter is actually a student there right now, and I'm excited for her. But uh, David, this is the third time he's yeah. preached here in the past not, mm. little over a year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's been here three times. He does a great job, though. Really challenged us well. That's what he does. He's he goes around to different churches yeah. who need either a pulpit filled or you know maybe somebody's out of town for a couple weeks or something, and he goes in. So I think that's quite a unique experience to kind of go to a different church every weekend and mm-hmm. see how things are working. And I just, I just appreciated working with him, especially yeah. he was, he taught on Psalm 139, which is a beautiful Psalm. And he just encouraged us to remember that God loves us no matter, no matter what we have done or will do. He knows us and he loves us. Hey, also, um, this past Sunday at church, we, we remembered uh, that it was the International Day of Prayer for the Persecuted Church. Why, why do you think, Terry, it's important that we have an entire day set aside to remember and to pray for the persecuted church? I think it's really important because, especially for those of us living uh, right here in Danville or mm-hmm. Vermont County, mm-hmm. we aren't dealing with a lot of this persecution. And we need to recognize that the church as a whole is still facing persecution today. And uh, there are places where Christians are are abused or are even killed. And we need to recognize that and we need to pray for them because we know that God is playing a role in all of these different places. Different places, and uh, and our role is to be praying for those people. 
Right. And so there's a Christianity Today article that if I can figure out how to link it, I'm going to link it today. Um, but the the whole premise of it is how do we pray for the persecuted church? And these are five requests that actual people who are in other countries who are being persecuted, this is what they are saying that we should be praying for as a church. We should pray for their perseverance. And they say that that doesn't mean to pray that the persecution will stop, but rather that we would be bold, we would pray for them to be bold and courageous and that when the persecution comes, uh, they would not run away or hide, but they would be faithful even if it costs their lives. Secondly, they want us to pray for opportunities to share the gospel. And they're saying, don't pray for us, but pray with us. And here's a really good story out of this article I wanted to share. Um, I can't pronounce this man's name, but he was a, a prisoner in China who was imprisoned for his faith, which included long periods in solitary confinement. And he said, when I was put in jail, I was devastated. I was an evangelist. And then I realized I could preach down the cell's toilet and the sound would carry through the sewage pipes. And amazingly, 96 people became Christians through this extraordinary ministry. Wow, Can you imagine amazing. that? That's incredible. Yeah. The next couple I was surprised about, they are asking us to pray for food and medicine. They're saying that Christians are not just at risk of violence or rejection, but they often don't have sufficient access to food or medicine. And so they say, if you're desperately hungry, you just can't do ministry. Fourthly, they ask us to pray pray for healing, um, and particularly over healing from their trauma that they have um, gone through. It says that persecution can cast a long shadow, and your prayers can help quicken that recovery. And then lastly, they ask that we pray for fellowship. We know how important community is in our own lives, and can you imagine if you thought you were the only Christian? Some of these people have never, ever met another Christian, and they don't have that fellowship. And so those are five things that we can pray for uh, people who are in the persecuted church. So um, I think it's it's important to remember that as believers, and we should be praying yeah. for believers around the world. Hey, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to have Danny Offit from the Danville Rescue Mission. And Terry, you're pretty good pals yeah. and buddies with him. And so we're excited to see what's going on there at the mission. So hang around, stick with us through this break, and we'll be back right after this. You know, it's easy to make promises. The hard thing is keeping them. Sunset promises to carry your load at a most difficult time. To the communities they serve, they promise to be there for your children, your churches, and your organizations. Sunset promises to help our veterans. They will support them with the same level of commitment these veterans had as soldiers defending our freedom. I'm Judy Fraser, and if you're looking for a family that keeps their promises, I would suggest you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SIPC. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O dot com. 
Hans Tankwash is thankful for the impact of Women's Care Clinic in Danville. Here now from Executive Director Bethany Hager. For almost 30 years, Women's Care Clinic has provided free services to local women and men making pregnancy decisions. We offer pregnancy testing, ultrasound scanning, parenting education, group support, and assistance with all the items parents need to welcome home baby. Thank you, Vermilion County, for all your support. Find us at danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. Again, this is Stephanie today with Terry Goodwin while Greg Taylor is in Ivory Coast, Africa. And so, Terry, thanks for joining me today. We just wrapped up segment one and we talked about uh, Veterans Day and honoring our veterans. And we have a veteran in the studio with us today, Danny Offit. Welcome to our studio. You're with the Danville Rescue Mission. And tell us, Danny, what branch in the military did you serve in? Once again, thank you guys for having me. And I was in the Army. I was a petroleum specialist. What does that mean? Gassing up the vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's important to gas up the vehicles. Were yeah. you? Did you ever serve outside of the country, or were you always stateside? Thank God I didn't. I always stateside. Always stateside. Well, thank you for your service mm-hmm. to our country. Gassing up the vehicles. All, all those things are important, and we appreciate your service. So, again, you're with the Danville Rescue Mission, and why don't why don't we talk about maybe some highlights of the things that have been going on in 2021? It's been a, I think maybe a hopefully a better year. I mean, 2020 was pretty uh, difficult, yes. but I, I don't know maybe the challenges of 2021. What have been some of the highlights uh, that you've seen happen here in Vermilion County, and specifically at the the mission? Well, to start off, it's been a great highlight. Mm-hmm. In 2021, we only had one person with COVID in the building. Really? And oh, that was the cook. Oh, well, that's an important one. (laughs) And so we thank God because in 2020, everyone had COVID Mm -hmm. in the building. Mm -hmm. And so just the cook had it and he got over quickly. And when we check people in, they have to have a negative COVID test. So no one's ever came in with COVID. So we thank God for that. Mm -hmm. And also in 2021, we are so grateful that our our volunteers and our support partners, they've really, really Mm -hmm. started to come back into the building. Mm -hmm. So we're starting to open things back up. Good. Good. Now, Terry, are you on the board? Yeah, I'm actually yeah. part of the board part for the, board. the Danville Rescue Mission and Day Spring Women and Children's Shelter. And uh, and we've definitely seen that blessing. I, I've seen that too, Danny, that people have started to come back, show an interest in the mission again and getting excited about being involved. What happens when your volunteer base kind of dips down for whatever reason? is? I mean, it could have been COVID. What happens to the whole process when the volunteers dip down? It, it makes it's just um, probably the, it stresses the staff out a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know, because we have to be with the clients every day, all day, mm-hmm. 365 days a year. So mm-hmm. once our volunteers come in, they kind of give the staff a little bit of a break. Tell me a little bit about your staff. What 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 is the staff? You have a cook. Yep, uh, <laughs> basically, we got a cook. We got an office uh, assistant. Uh-huh. We have a night shift guy and we have a guy that does it in the morning so every, and noon. So every shift is covered. And you're there full-time. Yes. This is your full-time job. Yes, I am. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad then that your volunteer base is starting to pick back up again. That's awesome. I know know there's been people reaching out even this week, Mm -hmm. finding out. And uh, if people are interested in volunteering, they can definitely uh, contact the Rescue Mission, contact you, and We'd love to get them plugged in. So. Hey, that matter of fact, we got some people that want to volunteer for Thanksgiving. So if you want mm-hmm. to volunteer, we'll be serving from 3 to 5 on Thanksgiving Day. And what we do is we serve like a good meal. It's almost like being at home. Mm-hmm. We'll play the, uh, the big screen and put a movie on and play some games mm-hmm. and 
and just have a good time and be thankful for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Any highlights of any of your clients? Maybe you don't want to name them by name, but um, some success stories that you've had this year? Well, well, basically, one of our guys is uh, Marcus. I don't want to say his last name. Okay. He might be a little proud, but <laughs> he just started working for the city as a bus driver. Okay. And so that's a good thing. You know, when I see him come past the mission, he hit his horn. So, uh-huh. And another good thing about a highlight is with people uh, not wanting to work, Mm-hmm. Our guys have been working mm-hmm. at all time high, yeah. and so our guys have been working and getting out of there. We we probably have three or four guys that get a job and get their own place every month. That's amazing. And so that's the great thing about it is, and now the employers are starting to be a little bit more lenient on guys, giving them a second chance. Good. Like we have guys that probably got out of prison that normally couldn't get hired mm-hmm. at Quaker Oaks or you know McLean's. Now those jobs are hiring them, mm-hmm. and so once they getting at the, getting in those jobs and making great money. They're becoming great citizens and realizing, hey, I can be productive and, and have the things I want in life. Absolutely. About how many people do you say come through the mission, maybe on a monthly basis? I would say about 47 to 50. Oh, okay. And we retain maybe about 17 of them. Okay. Because mm-hmm. uh, the strange thing is we get them from every area. Okay. And when you're not from Danville, a lot of them, they don't want to follow mm-hmm. rules. Mm-hmm. We won't have any drug use there. Mm-hmm. We won't have people being violent. We'll warn you one time, mm-hmm. and then the next time, God bless you and try it again, mm-hmm. unless you've been violent. <laughs> so if you've mm-hmm. been violent, that's a year. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That, those are some good numbers to know about. Hey, as winter time is approaching, I mean, it's nice this week, but it's mm-hmm. going to get cool over the weekend. As winter time approaches, how does the weather affect homelessness in Vermilion County? Big time. Mm-hmm. Uh, like in the summertime, we maybe have 12 to 15 guys there. Mm-hmm. Winter time comes, mm-hmm. we have to open up everything. You know, we have to bring out beds. We have to make sure we get enough food. We have to make sure if we got enough resources for the people. It's some about the wintertime where they start coming in. And I'm glad when the winter comes because that when, that when they come in in the wintertime, we're able to work with them on a constant mm-hmm. basis without mm-hmm. them running. Right. And so if right. we can during that winter during those winter months, if we can help you get focused on getting a job, make sure you go to chapel, make sure you meet with some of the great people that come through our place. And when winter's over with, you should be ready to go. And be on your own. So some of our listeners might, you know, they might drive past the rescue mission. They might think, yeah, I don't know what goes on in there. But it's not just free food and a bed. It, talk uh, about chapel. Talk about some of the classes that you offer there. What I love about it is I was one of those people before I took over. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they, they uh, uh, basically handicapping people. They, you're giving away stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once mm-hmm. I got there, I know I, I was like, whoa, I didn't know you guys had structure like that. Mm-hmm. Like we got different programs. And basically every person that's not working or you're not in the disciple. If you're not in the discipleship program, that's our long time, pro- long term program okay. where you're actually on site. But other people that come in, you have to be looking for work. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if you're not looking for work, then basically, uh, you got to be trying. We got to see what mm-hmm. you're doing. Mm-hmm. And if you're not trying, that's not the place for you. And so most people know when we come in. We got to get on the ball. Mm-hmm. We got to start trying to say, okay, what's the next step in my life? And so a lot of them, they know when they come in, hey, either you're looking for work or you're working. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people come and they're working and they've gotten thrown out of a place or something. And then they be, they able to save up their money and, you know, get their own place, get right. their own little used car or something. So, sure. Sure. It's, it's, and even our veterans program, we work with the VA. The VA basically in the house, in Mersey House, and sometimes you can, they can't get the guys in there or girls mm-hmm. in there right away. So they send them in there in our VA program. Okay. 
Okay. And so we'll hold them until they're ready to take them and, you know, get transition them in. Mm-hmm. And I, I've seen on Facebook and I've heard from Terry, you know, you, you guys, do you have your own baptismal tank? Yes. Yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you are, you're not just doing work, um, you know, finding work, uh, helping them with budgets, but you're like transforming, helping transform lives by helping them come to a relationship with Jesus. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I was uh, telling someone the other day, we don't discriminate against anybody. We've had people there, Terry, know, we've had people that were Jews, you know, mm-hmm. they didn't believe in Jesus. Mm-hmm. We've had Muslims. We had atheists. But because we showed the love of Christ, some of those people have transitioned to become Christians, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, because I was just, we would tell them, hey, uh, just follow the rules here. We ain't going to force anything you know, mm-hmm. on you. Mm-hmm. Chapel is mandatory. And mm-hmm. they've came and seen that we've never judged them or did anything wrong. We've had people that were, you know, homosexuals. Mm-hmm. We never judged them or, you know, or told them they couldn't come. And once we showed them the love of Christ, some of those people have transformed into becoming Christians. Amazing. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's great. It is so good. Hey, I know on Sunday at our church, we had a table out in our commons. And uh, we've started, you know, announcing that if people want to donate, give to go towards uh, either Dayspring or the rescue mission that this is starting this week. Mm-hmm. So talk about, you talked about you're going to have Thanksgiving, um, you have Christmas events, I guess. I mean, what, do you, what tell us about what happens and where people can donate gifts and it's going to go to help uh, the guys and the gals in both the shelters. What I like about it is every holiday mm-hmm. we throw something. Okay. And, you know, not just for our guys, yeah. but for the community. Yeah. Uh, every year, even for Thanksgiving, what, uh, what really humbled me was we would have people outside sitting on the ground until we opened up the doors. And so that's why I started opening up the doors early. Like, mm-hmm. okay, let them in at three. Mm-hmm. Let's do it from three to five because mm-hmm. we uh, take for granted that we got a family or we got a right. place to be for Thanksgiving or these holidays. Right. And for some people, the mission is their home. Mm-hmm. You know, as far mm-hmm. as the holidays, they're looking forward mm-hmm. to it. So we just thank God that, you know, we're able to serve the people and have a, gr- a great time. Mm-hmm. So, Terry, talk about it. If someone is saying, hey, I'd like to donate either some yeah. money or gifts, get, get that gift list, how can they get yeah, a hold of so it? So here at Second Church, we're collecting items for the shelters here in town that uh, we have a list of items that's available that people can uh, purchase those items and bring them in. And we, we, we either put together special baskets for each of the individuals or we just take the items to the shelters and they put them together in baskets. It just depends on what works out best that year. Uh, we've done this for uh, over five years here, and it's been a great, great experience. It's been a blessing to the people involved, but uh, mostly it comes from the generosity of people. And uh, and you don't have to be a part of Second Church to be involved either. We have lots of uh, people that step up from outside of the church even and say, I want to donate towards this. Uh, I know at the Rescue Mission in Dayspring, there's definitely, uh, we couldn't survive the rest of the year without the donations that yes. come in in November and December because uh, that money's needed to help us sustain all throughout the year. So if you've considered donating, uh, Danny, that's a great question. If somebody wants to donate towards the mission, how can they do that? Basically, you can uh, donate. You can send it to you can send a, mon- a monetary donation to 834 North Bowman or our P.O. Box at 1485. And that's in Danville, Illinois, area code 618332. Or you can bring it on location. Yeah. And donations don't always have to be money. Right. Something mm-hmm. that we always need. We need like hygiene products yep. because every guy or girl comes in. We have to give them hygiene products. Mm-hmm. We have to give them like a razor. We have to give them deodorant. We have to give mm-hmm. them body wash. Mm-hmm. We have to give them a face towel, a bath towel, you know, you can or, or even food. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes, hey, when the public comes in and and it's a bigger crowd than we expect, sometimes we use more food mm-hmm. than we expect. So mm-hmm. you can donate food. You can donate 
like old clothes or old furniture to the uh, thrift store. Mm -hmm. That'll support the uh, rescue mission and Day Spring. And so whatever you got at home and use at home, <laughs> we use it at the mission. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so um, I, I think that's a great plug for someone who's like, I, I have some extra money I, I want to share what God has given to me. But mm -hmm. again, let's talk about those volunteers. How can someone contact you if they want to help, say, with the Thanksgiving dinner or help you just through the holiday season? Um, same. Is there a phone number they can reach you at, Danny? You can or? call us at the rescue mission at 217-446-7223. Mm -hmm. And we would love to have you become part of mm -hmm. the team. Absolutely. And then is it is it on our church website, the gift, the gift yes. list? Yep, okay, there's a so list out there. The, the gift list, if you want to donate to Dayspring or Rescue Mission, look it up on Second Church, our website. Hey, our listeners pray. And so, Danny, how can we pray for you as we wrap this interview mm -hmm. up? How can we pray for you and how can we pray for the mission and Dayspring? I would ask that you just pray for us that we're able to help people with mental issues. Oh, okay. You know, at first mm -hmm. we were just dealing with people with drug issues. Mm -hmm. Now we got a lot of people that's dealing with mental issues and they send them from, you know, the hospital or they come from different mm -hmm. cities mm -hmm. and we're trying to find that balance of who we can handle and who we can't handle. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. we let everybody through the door, but when we get there, we realize that these people can't be integrated with other people. And that's mm -hmm. what hurts me that, we have to, uh, mm -hmm. you know, find these people somewhere uh, else to go. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. we had a young man that he was like 27 years old, but he had the, uh, it was like dealing with a seven-year-old. Mm -hmm. And he would throw tantrums and this and that, but we couldn't mm -hmm. throw him out on the street. So we thank God the staff got in touch with his family, found some family in Atlanta, mm -hmm. and they were able to come up and get him. Mm -hmm. And so, but everybody, we can't do that. Well, right. we could track down, you know, where mm -hmm. your family's at. Right. So we got to just be able to deal with people with mental issues. I, yeah, and I think it's 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 becoming maybe more prevalent or maybe it's just more talked about, but um, they're out there and they need help and they need support. Yes. And so we will, we will be praying for you, Danny. Uh, good job with the mission and uh, helping people find Jesus and helping them just with their basic needs, um, you know, in life as they're struggling. So great job. We're proud of you and your staff and all that yeah. you're doing and uh, uh, contact them if, if you're willing to help. And uh, we just appreciate you coming in today and being with and us. Don't Danny. forget our support partners and volunteers. Mm -hmm. It's not just mm -hmm. us. Right. It's the community. Mm -hmm that makes that train go. That's right. And Danville <laughs> is a great community, so we're glad that you're a part of it. Hey, um, join, keep stay, stay with us for the next segment. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to have Reverend Thomas Miller and Chris Easton, who are on the Danville School Board, and we're going to talk some school board issues and education issues. We'll be right back after this. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marney, LLC. Member SI. PC. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, area supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. 
Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. Hans Tankwash is thankful for the impact of Women's Care Clinic in Danville. Here now from Executive Director Bethany Hager. For almost 30 years, Women's Care Clinic has provided free services to local women and men making pregnancy decisions. We offer pregnancy testing, ultrasound scanning, parenting education, group support, and assistance with all the items parents need to welcome home baby. Thank you, Vermillion County, for all your support. Find us at danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. Again, it is uh, Thursday, November 11th, Veterans Day, and we are honoring, you know, all, all veterans. We're just mm-hmm. thankful for our veterans, and so that's kind of been a theme this morning. Danny Offit was a Army veteran. That's right. And um, again, I'm Stephanie, and this is Terry sitting in for Greg, right. since Greg is out of the country. And uh, now in our uh, studio, we're glad to have Reverend Thomas Miller from New Life Church of Faith, and Chris Easton, who is chaplain at the Danville, what is it, Correctional Center? Is yes. that what it's called? The Danville Correctional Center. So we're glad that you're both here, and I understand that that, Chris, you are a veteran. Is that correct? Yep, I am. U.S. Army. Served in the U.S. Army. Were you deployed overseas? 2006 to 2008. No, it was not deployed. Stateside. Mm -hmm. So thank you for your service to our country. We appreciate all of our veterans, and we appreciate your service to our country. So we're here, guys, today. We're talking about um, school board. You guys are both on the school board. Now, Reverend Miller, how long have you been on the school board? You've been Uh, on for a while. I've been in the... uh, on the board for over six years. Over okay. six years. Okay. Yes. And Chris is uh, one of the newest members, newly elected, correct? Yep, brand new. Brand new. So we've got a, a, a newbie and an old guy, not old literally, <laughs> but an old guy on the board. So Reverend Miller, um, what changes have you seen over the years that you have served in the community, both positive and maybe maybe some negative that you have seen with regards to education? Uh. I'm going to basically stay with, it's basically the same since I've been serving. Okay. I haven't seen a lot of changes. We're just still, you know, always uh, endeavoring to Mm -hmm. try to improve things. Mm -hmm. But uh, the overall um, position, uh, you know, within the school district and what we're trying to do is still committed to, you know, trying to make things better for our students, for our community. Yeah, do you have a mission? You said you're committed. To, what is it that you are committed to doing besides just making things better? Can you give us a little bit more specifics? What does the school board want to see become better for the students, for the teachers, for the whole community? Well, I guess our biggest concern is to um, continue to try to find more and more technology okay. that will help mm-hmm. our students. Mm-hmm. Uh, their comprehension, uh, ability to, you know, to learn. Uh, we definitely want to continue to keep them safe, and we're steady, mm-hmm. uh, you know, seeking for all of that. Uh, technology will help to keep our students safe. We want to continue to improve our uh, buildings, you know, and making it even more uh, educational-friendly. And so things like that. Mm -hmm. So you've been on the board six years, but with, you know, COVID, that shifted tremendously technology as far as having technology in kids' hands and in teachers' hands so they could communicate and continue education through that. So when you say technology, is that what you're talking about? 
Well, that's that's some Part of, of it, it. Okay. but whatever other uh, available mm -hmm. uh, new uh, ideals, mm -hmm. uh, methods, mm -hmm. you know, we're definitely open to try to uh, explore everything we can that mm -hmm. might help our students. Mm -hmm. And so COVID, uh, you know, made it quite difficult mm -hmm. for everybody around the country. And we were very fortunate that we were able to, you know, give all of our students uh, uh, the ability to continue even from home mm -hmm. yes. and that they had. I think teachers really went the extra mile. Uh, I mean, they, they had to pivot. We use that word a lot. And they had to really work a lot of extra hours, and I think, and on their end to try to make what they're trying to teach available into every home of their student. Yes, they went way above and beyond uh, to make sure, even in this most difficult time, mm -hmm. to get the information mm -hmm. uh, to our students. Uh, the district worked hard to make sure everybody had the Wi-Fi. They all had the tablets, so uh, you know they could. But our teachers. Uh, they had to really work extremely hard uh, in this different setting. And so what maybe appeared to be a, a negative thing, COVID, the big shift, actually might have been a positive as far as turning everybody's attention towards technology and working together so that every child would have that available to them. Would you say? I, I would say 110% yeah. because if we did not have that during this crisis, mm -hmm. we would have really been lost. Mm -hmm. But because of the technology that had already uh, began to be, you know, very much used through education, that it was in our favor. Mm -hmm. Why do you continue to do it? Why do you keep, why do you keep serving? I'm, in this I'm such a blessed person. I have nothing but gratitude for God, for my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so I'm always trying to figure out how can I help mm. I don't need anything. I'm, I'm blessed to have my family and my health. And uh, so that's my commitment. I, I want to help our community. I want to help our students. I want to help our administrators and uh, our teachers. And so that's why. I love that. I love that. Chris, you're one of the newer um, uh, school board members. And you kind of, you and Terry kind of have a relationship because yeah. you do some work together in your profession. So, Terry, why don't you take over? Yeah, maybe so, so, Chris, I'm really excited for you to be a part of the school board. I've gotten to know you a little bit. But one of the questions I would ask you is what made you seek election for the school board? There was, a, there was an opportunity and several people applied. But what made you decide to do that? Well, I think... The biggest thing was noticing <clears throat> that there was a vacancy. I mean, there's not usually a vacancy mm. besides having an election. And so um, th that sort of piqued my interest, and I, and I talked to my family about it. I prayed about it, and just uh, I felt like um, during the time of COVID specifically, yeah. we, we needed people on the school board like the people who are on the school board now who you know work in our community, have kids, uh, investment in the community and care about our community, uh, making choices for our kids and teachers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see. Uh, I see that you could probably, if you don't already have relationship with all the other school board members, I can see where the relationship could build pretty quickly, as some of you have a lot of things in common. So, is was there something really attractive about being on the school board for you? Well. You know, I care a lot about kids, yeah. and I know I know that if we can keep our kids in school and they get mm -hmm. high school diplomas, that I won't see them 
-hmm. at the prison. Mm -hmm. Very yeah. small, very small percentages mm -hmm. of people end up in prison who get high school diplomas. Yeah. And so I know that that's the goal of the teachers too, and uh, the parents, obviously. And so that is what attracted me to the position. I think that, uh, you know, when we have that as our focus and our goal, uh, mm -hmm. you know, there's not a lot that'll stand in our way if we keep that as our front and center. Yeah, I love the idea of keeping the students at the forefront of everything. The, the Everything we do is focused on helping them grow to be the men and women God intended them to be. And I, I think that's what you as school board members are, are really focused on. If, if you were to uh, anticipate, uh, how, how would you anticipate your role on the school board? Do you anticipate being able to help continue positivity and continue to help with change through the school board? Yeah, I mean, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, the school board, you know, their goal is to mm -hmm. to help the school system itself function at its best yeah. and for the kids, for the teachers, for the staff. Um, and so, yeah, I hope that I'll be able to help discern yeah. uh, the change that is in the best interest of our whole whole community. Yeah, it's it's definitely a, a new thing for you just just joining the school board. Mm -hmm. So so I'm excited for you and I'm excited to see where this goes for you. But but for both of you, I would say this when I, I know the community looks to you guys as a group of leaders mm -hmm. uh, in our community. Uh, and yes, there can be good sides to that and bad sides to that. But I would just say thank you for mm -hmm. serving in this way, because we need people that are willing to take a leadership role in, in a place like the school board, even though some people are going to be critical uh, because we recognize that it, whether it's in the church or in the school board, people are going to be critical. But uh, I just thank you for that. Mm -hmm. I have a dumb question. It's not on here, but it's kind of a dumb question. What time commitment does it involve being part of a school board? What does that typically take, like on a monthly basis? or? Yeah. Technically, we meet every other week, okay. but we have what you call special board meetings. Okay. Because we have planning, we, uh, you know, have other um, concerns within the district that we have to be flexible. Mm -hmm. And um, so, you know, but on the average, it's two uh, weeks, uh, two meetings a month. Okay. But it can easily turn into three or four. Right, mm -hmm. right. And I think that's partly, you know, what Terry is saying. Thank you for giving your time mm -hmm. because you both have jobs, you have families, you have a lot of things that you're involved in. And people can be critical and they don't realize how much time you're really investing. Yeah. Um, so I, I say thank you as well. Even though I don't have kids in the district, um, it is such an important thing. Um, to, to work towards the betterment of education, that it can be the best that it can. Why, why do you think it's important for people who are Christians, uh, particularly Christian citizens, to seek election to local offices? Why is that important to have Christians sprinkled the, throughout those areas? The Bible says when the righteous rule, mm. the people rejoice. Mm. And we're not, <laughs> you know, claiming that we are just so righteous, but we are men of God, yes. that we trust and believe in him. Yes. And so I tell people, you have to come to the table mm. in order to be heard and to give your positions. And then for me, and I'm sure for uh, Mr. Easton, it's the same. We, we want the best. Mm -hmm. We don't have any hidden agenda. We, we're mm -hmm. there not to harm, but to try to help. Right. And the other comment about people being critical, that's okay. Mm -hmm. 
can handle I know it. the whole story. <laughs> yep, yep. Right. So when you hear things or we hear things, we are at the table, mm-hmm. and we have done very serious, uh, you know, investigations. Right. And in the big picture, mm-hmm. we want the best. Right. And so for us to be there without hidden agendas as as Christians and that we we have some input now by being there. I like that verse. Say it again. What was it? When the righteous When the righteous rule, the people rejoice. Rejoice. That's and when awesome. the wicked rule, the people mourn. Mm. <clears throat> and I think we can see that. Why so you know, I'm just a regular everyday kind of girl. I probably I feel like I don't have much to offer to the table. Uh, what can just regular everyday people offer the community when they say I'm going to try this. I'm going to try to give my best. What what comes of that when people do that? Well, if you have a bachelor's degree, I know <laughs> District 118 needs some substitute teachers. We would really love for that yes, to happen. That's true. Yes. Um, but, you know, everyday people are what makes the world go round. Yes. Nurses, mm-hmm. um, feeding the hungry, hanging out with kids after school, keeping them so that mm-hmm. they get their homework done. Maybe parents are working. Mm-hmm. There's lots of organizations in town that you know about already that can uh, help help us with this. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. not just being an elected official. There are all kinds of things that we can do. Just us regular, everyday people, you know, and we can help make the community better. We welcome regular, everyday people to visit our schools, okay. mm-hmm. to encourage our students. Okay. How do How do we do that? Well, show up. Uh, I'm glad you're in class. Yeah. How you doing today? Yeah. yeah. Have a great day. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we're hoping that, you know, you really uh, uh, will succeed. Uh, we have so many students that just need a smile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They need a word of encouragement. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tell people if you show up just for their games, mm-hmm. and you learn yeah. two or three of their names. And when they're playing and you say, hey, David, mm-hmm. wow, that is big, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's so many other small, uh, you know, parts that all of our community can play. Overall, we have great students. We know there's always going to be some students that are having difficulties. And that's why we need to encourage all of our students that are really not involved in anything that would bring a negative report to mm-hmm. our community because the majority of our students, they are there to get an education. Right. And so all of us that can be the cheerleaders on the sidelines and, you know, blowing at them when we pass the school, wave at them, you know. And yeah. I don't know if it still happens too much anymore, but, man, just walk in the classroom with 25 cupcakes. <laughs> I don't know if it happens or not, but that would sure be good and make them happy. That's, That's for right. sure. Well, our listeners oftentimes are praying people. How would you ask us to pray for the board, um, the teachers, the students of this community? What would you ask for prayer for? Well, they're basically needing the same kind of prayers your own children need or needed or you needed when you were in high school, middle school, elementary school. So just when you're praying, remember when you're at Walmart those kids you see admire wherever you go, those are the people. They're actually really great people that you're praying for, that God would just give adults uh, discernment. Again, I'll use that word to know what to say and mm-hmm. how to help them um, learn to read. Yeah. Uh, simple right. things. But that would be one great thing. If we could get our kids to learn to read in our county, we'd be better off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Last, you want to wrap it up? I want to just say... 
please pray that we get more uh, people in general to commit to being teachers. Yes. Mm -hmm. We have yes. a very, very shortage of teachers nationwide. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we are creating programs uh, at our district. Uh, we're giving uh, incentives that uh, if you will commit to District 118 after your certification, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we will help with that cost. And uh, so, again, we really need, and I've been in favor, and Dr. Giddes has been in favor, and the other school board members of what we've been involved with lately is grow our own. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot of great young people mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that have left the community, came back to the community, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we're trying to give them the encouragement to become certified teachers. Mm -hmm. They know the community. They know so many of the students, their families. And so if anybody would pray, pray that we would attract more teachers for Danville District 118 yeah. and that also we would really, uh, God would give us wisdom to encourage some of these other young people. Come on, mm -hmm. be a part of our team mm -hmm. and help our community. That's awesome. You've thrown out the gauntlet for our listeners, and so we hope that you will do that as you're driving by and you drive by a school. Just don't close your eyes and pray if you're driving, but pray for the students, pray for the teachers, and pray that God will raise up uh, more educators and uh, students that, that want to learn and have a desire to become better. So thanks, guys, for being with us. Thank you. We Thank will you. be praying Thank for you. the whole board um, as you serve and you meet and you make decisions for the county. Thanks for all that you do. Can I just say I'm glad that Mr. Easton is a part uh, one of our new board members. Oh, I'm glad you. for Mr. Uh, uh, Elder Tyson Parks. Yes. And yeah. so we have yeah. a full board again. Yes. And That's so, again, I'm praying, and I know, you know, everybody's praying that we'll be successful uh, for our district. That's for right. Our, for our when our leaders get better, everybody gets better, right? That's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. Thanks for being with us. Uh, stay tuned, and we'll be right back after this. Hi, I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darby's to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park. Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to serve Vermilion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families. And I'm Ross Darby. I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame, it's going to be great! Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, area supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, 
and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Direct Line. This is Stephanie and Terry, and it's been a great morning. Uh, It's been good to have Danny Offutt with us from the Danville Rescue Mission and Reverend Thomas Miller and Chaplain Chris Easton uh, from the school board. And I'm just thankful for people who just love our community Mm -hmm. and say, how can I help and make it better? Yeah, they did a great job. Yeah, well, we can't do this show without our sponsors, so why don't you tell us who we're thankful for? Speaking of people we're thankful for, we want to thank Don and Deanna Witzels with Don and Deanna Witzel with McDonald's, uh, Chris and Dacia Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic, Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance, the Darbys at Sunset Funeral Home, the team at Hans Tank Wash, and Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley. We couldn't do this program without you guys, and we appreciate everything you do. That's right. Well, we want to keep Greg Taylor happy, and he always likes to do this day in history. Right. He's a big history buff. And so on this day, well, actually on November 10th, the day before, um, in 1775, the United States Marine Corps was created. And so it, since it's Veterans Day, we want to That's say a cool. shout out to the Marine Corps. Absolutely. I think this is important. On November 8th and 1895, um, I can't pronounce his name, but someone from Germany became the first person to observe x-rays. The first one to observe x-rays. That's yeah. awesome. I mean, and that is something that has changed our lives dramatically. Yeah. Can you imagine if we didn't yeah. have x-rays when we went to the hospital? Oh, my. Uh, yeah. So we're thankful for that. And then this is the big one. Yeah, the I'm excited one. about this one. Sesame Street premiered on PBS television in 1969 <laughs> on this day. For sure. That is so exciting. Sesame so. Street has changed a lot of lives. It changed my life completely. Big Bird. <laughs> <laughs> and Oscar the Grouch, Elmo. Uh, yeah. You got to love Elmo. For sure, for sure. Well, Greg Taylor also always loves, loves to do um, the good news of the week. And while this is not good news that Colin Powell um, died last week, I think that his funeral um, was very mm-hmm. Christ-honoring. Um, and uh, and I, I love one of the quotes that someone said. This would be someone who served with him for 40 years, his colleague and friend Richard Armitage, who was as the Deputy Secretary of State under Powell. He talked about how his mornings would always begin the same way. He would answer the same way every Sunday. He said, oh, yes, I was at church, and I want you to know I'm in the state of grace. And I would answer the same way every Sunday. Colin, if you're not in the state of grace, who among us is? And that was every day for almost 40 years, the same opening wow. remarks. What a great legacy for Colin Powell, who mm-hmm. passed away last week. And so our condolences to his family. But um, it just is a reminder that our, you know, we can leave a legacy in small things that we do uh, every day and then the conversations that we have with people. So, hey, Terry, thanks for joining me today. Yeah, you're going to be it's back. Veterans Day, and I'm excited about being here today. So yeah, and you're going to be with us next week yeah, as I'll we have here. Drew Menser, that's right. uh, Tobin Hess, and Jake Weiss on yeah. staff. They're going to be talking with us. So I hope you all have a good day. Enjoy this Veterans Day, um, and we'll see you next week.